0: Welcome back to another episode of On The Break. I'm Josh, the Vanilla Gorilla, and tonight we have Eating Crow Edition. J-Mac and, J-Mac and Kyle Beats are here with their shovels and a truck full of crow. Uh, let's get it over with, boys. Talk to me about my Houston pick. It's a big truck. <laughs> it's a well, big truck.
1: I will I will say I picked Boston in six, which is even less accurate than what you did, but I'll take the opportunity to uh, to Wait. give you shit on this one because you were really committed to this.
2: Wait, you, well, hold on, hold on, though. You, you picked Boston in six?
1: Yeah, after game one. After game one.
2: Okay. I thought you
0: did too, though.
1: Yeah, Justin, you went with me on that. We overreacted very hard to that.
2: I, because I thought that my official stance at the time was just that if they continue to play in that manner.
1: Yeah, you kind of were hedging it. I proclaimed Boston and six, and you were like, yeah, I could get on board with that. Like, you weren't fully endorsing it, but. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I I was, and I was really fucking wrong.
0: You were Um, one game away from Paul Pierce.
2: Yeah, for sure
1: <laughs> but I just like I, I almost did that just to like back up the take I've had on Milwaukee all year you know what I mean like sure. I've been like a little lower in Milwaukee than both y'all all year so I feel like I just have to con- be consistent and just ride this out even though Giannis <laughs> might be hoisting the trophy at the end just ride it I'll down to zero admit, admit <laughs> it. but yeah Josh was pretty committed in our conversations on and off the air to Houston so it uh it felt good for Steph to just ruin his life in the second. I
0: was I was kind of heated in some of those. I was like, I felt like Dave Chappelle. I was like, please believe me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you were. I mean, the way you were talking, it's like you you, you would have thought Golden State's playing four on five. Like, or you would have thought that their bench was like guys from like mid majors. It's like these are still NBA players, right? Dude, you get yeah. your rep
0: go out there. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's here's the deal, <laughs> like it's hard for me to come in front of a, a group of an audience that we have and say that Houston gave that game away because of what Steph and clay did. Like Steph and clay won it, but that was an all time egg lay by Houston, like all time, no doubt to have Steph Curry out in the first half in foul trouble. I actually texted you guys. Uh, it was like five minutes in two, 2000 on, on Curry. And I said, game over Houston wins. He went to the bench. I thought it was over. Um, nuclear clay showed up and just carried them through that first first half man i i that was an all-time egg legged by houston i was
1: i was actually bragging on you to my friends i was like this dude i was like my boy josh that i record with always predicts shit right at the weirdest times and you text us at like one or two minutes after tip-off and you're like what are the odds clay goes goes nuclear tonight and then i saw that text like in midway through the second, I was like, this dude's freaking rubbing a crystal ball. Clay was going. <laughs> well,
2: part of that too is though, we just haven't seen that lately. And yeah, so like you felt, knew it
1: was coming, right? Yeah, he
2: was definitely Dude. due for one of those games, but Josh definitely read it right at the same time.
1: Let, let me ask you this though. So Josh, you, you you're saying it's more of a of an egg lay by the Rockets. The Rockets lost it more than the Warriors won, even though the Warriors two best players played really
0: well. I, I don't know. I can't say that because that takes away from the brilliance that was right. Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Like, people are giving Steph Curry – I've been saying this for three, four years now. Clay Thompson is the most underrated player in the league. Yes. People are giving Steph Curry so much credit for that game. But, dude, do you know what Steph Curry was doing in the first half? He had zero points because he was on the bench because he couldn't play defense because he fouled. Like, Clay was locking down the best player on the other team the entire game and carrying them. I through mean, the first half sure okay so, the first
2: halves don't win fucking basketball games though at the end of the day he still put up 33 points in that game
0: yeah i played 29 and played the and and locked down the best or the best player on the other team the entire game
1: yeah i'm in i'm indifferent here i think they're equally as important because josh is right clay is so so much more versatile and so much better on the defensive end that four points doesn't matter but Steph still won them the game more so with that 23 point, not only 33 point sec, uh, second half, but 23 point fourth quarter. Like it was one of those like 2015 flashbacks that I just have like nightmares of because I'm a LeBron fan, where it's just like every time Steph Curry touches the ball in the clutch moment, you're like, this shot's fucking going in. Oh, dude, it was, it was totally yeah. like that. But Justin, do you think it was Houston laying an egg more so or do you think it was the Warriors taking it and winning it?
2: I think a little bit of both here, for sure. I think a lot of people bought into the no KD narrative. People don't yes. like to talk about it, but they had a ring before KD got there. Right. So I mean,
1: Josh, I, I don't want to say Josh is part of that group because Josh knows more about that. i part of that, group.
0: <laughs> that group. I'm 100% part of that group. I mean, dude, you are like, that that
1: blowing me up with how they're only going to be able to play five or six guys, and I'm like yeah, but their five guys are a lot better than the other five guys. <laughs>
2: exactly. So I wasn't as surprised by that, but Houston did not look great. But that was kind of the story of their season. I mean, they got off to a really slow start. And then ultimately, I mean, they picked it up for sure. I mean, they they won a hell of a lot of games this year. But ultimately, when it came down to it, that's a really one-dimensional style of basketball. And if you're going against Steph and Clay doing what they do, that's really, really hard to... You know what I mean? Like you're not moving the ball. You're not doing enough. It's really, really hard to to combat. It really is,
0: for sure. Um, and you're you're exactly right. Like Stephen and Clay doing what they do, they do was the first time we saw them do what they do in the entire in the entire playoffs because they weren't able to do that with Kevin Durant on the court. And this looked like a different team. That team without Kevin Durant went. They went ten people into their bench. They had 15 minutes from Quinn Cook, 20 minutes from Kevon Looney, six from Alfonso McKinney, 10 from Jordan Bell, 12 from Jonas Rebko, 13 from Sean Livingston. I don't know if that was a – I have so much confidence in these guys on my bench or, God, I can't have any of them out there for too long. Otherwise, they'll screw something up. I don't know which one that is. <laughs> I think it's but, the latter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we could get in double-digit minutes is is always a little dicey. Makes That's tough, like dude. to have a contract. But
2: but ultimately, it doesn't matter because you're there, no, mixing in role players in the right places at the right time. Right.
1: And and like even though, and this is not an original thought, but even though KD is obviously... The, the most talented player arguably in the world. And he adds a ton of talent to their roster with him off the court. Their chemistry is still a little bit better though, right? Like this is their original team that they won with in 2015 talents, not there, but so what they still play a lot better together as a team. You know, who looked more like themselves than anybody in that game was actually Draymond because Draymond was Agreed. like free flowing help defense. He didn't shoot. He didn't score well. I think he had like eight or nine points, but he had, you know, almost 10 assists, 10, assist, 10 re- rebounds. And uh, it just felt like v- a vintage Warriors win. So I'm certainly more in the camp of the Warriors went out and won this than the Rockets pissed it away and lost it. Even though it was a great opportunity, the Warriors just seized it more so than the Rockets did because it was still a small margin victory. And the Rockets were there like they weren't all their losses in this game uh, or in the series. And I think Harden's getting way too much flack. Like, I don't think he should the bed. Like, I'll give him a B minus for the series and a B in the game he wasn't bad 11 for 25 6 for 15 from three
2: yeah I mean he had Chris Paul on his team what did he think was going to happen
0: and Chris Paul actually Chris Paul played <laughs> out of his mind really I, well
2: I realized that but ultimately when it comes to getting out of the west uh, into the Western Conference Finals he's not great at that
1: no 100% agree with that And you know I'm in that camp Josh well while, while we're talking give me the stats for Chris Paul in that yeah, game. yeah for I, sure I wrote down I wrote down Harden's I think it was 11 for 25 and 6 for 15 is what I wrote but
0: 27 uh, points for Chris Paul, 11 for 19, 57 or 58% from the field, with uh, 11 rebounds and six assists, man. 11 rebounds and he's yeah. freaking 5'11. I I yeah.
2: kind of like that he holds on to the mid range jumper too. I kind of like see? that.
0: Yeah, he's
1: actually like there's like six guys in the league I don't mind taking a mid range jump shot, and he's one of them, I mean, along Kawhi. with Kawhi, like, yeah. Kawhi, KD, Kyrie. I can live with all those guys getting mid range shots.
0: As the pendulum swings to this analytical type of uh, type of defense and offense, where you're just shooting layups and threes, what's going to happen is you're going to have these great mid-range players come out and break these defenses down like that. And it's kind of—I think you saw a little bit of that as they're they're running people off the three-point line, and then Chris Paul comes in and starts knocking down mid-rangeers. Yeah, um, at a I think you're
1: percent rate. But then you're also going to have guys like Jason Tatum trying to do it that can't right. shoot 17 to 18 footers, and it's like.
0: Uh, yeah. The, that, I mean, there's a difference between a 17 or 18 footer and a 10 footer, you know, okay. like 10 footer to me is a mid range. Yeah.
1: Chris mid-range. Ball does get a lot of those where he just kind of bullies his like, you know, ball frame into the, into the paint and gives a gives a little nudge and a fade away. Cause he's got to create space somehow. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's going in cause that's actually not that hard of a shot. Once you get that close and you get
0: that kind of space. For sure. Um, I, I, I I don't have any problem with you guys saying that Golden State took that. I don't have any problem with that at all.
1: Like, do you Um, have a problem with Harden's performance? I was roasting him here because I thought he played, like, shit game one and two, and he he really did, quite frankly. Three and four, he played better. I mean, the percentages haven't been great all series, but, like, I thought he did enough in that game. He had a couple of bad possessions um, in the last five minutes or so, like, down the stretch, but he did enough for me in that game.
0: His numbers were good except for his free throws he shot 58 percent from the free throw line that would I'm have won the game yeah if he would have just went 12 for i mean if he would have made five more that would have tied on the game um and he would have shot had a shot at the end uh the thing that i have an issue with in that game for me was not something that necessarily shows up in a box score for him but just it looked like he didn't really try he was never on the ground for loose balls he wasn't closing out hard and really trying to lock down people hard. He kind of just looked like he was coasting so he could get his stuff on the offensive end, which I get it. Like he's their only real creator apart from Chris Paul. And you never know what Chris Paul is going to show up, but I would have liked to see a little bit more effort from him and just all around from the entire team. Cause they got out rebounded. Actually it was pretty even rebounding, but that team should not have been a- even rebounding with the golden state warriors that night. So I have more so of a problem with just eye tests, lack of urgency in a game six he, yeah. he went out I'm that big entire big. team went out and looked like they had won already from the moment they stepped on the court
1: yeah no or at that, least that, had that that's attitude. a good point I, I don't have a problem with that take uh i just think he's i feel like he's been getting beat up a lot for for what happened when it's really just more of a you're still not the warriors like that's all that's all it is
2: so let me ask you guys this: Next year, do they just run that team back?
1: Yeah, yeah, I had that written down. Like, where do we go from here for Houston? And I know we've we've touched on that a little bit. Um, I mean, you got Chris Paul in the books for like thirty-five, and Harden for close to thirty. I'll pull it up on Hoops Height, but and you got Capella for a lot of money. Uh, so there's not a lot of wiggle room there. Uh, they're not going to have a lot of uh, space to play with, but. Oh. I, I think you, yeah, I mean, I think you run it back with the same core, the same nucleus there and try to put more shoot D and three guys in there. Maybe some younger guys, maybe some better guys than, you know, Gerald Green. Like, I like P.J. Tucker.
2: Yeah. P.J. Tucker
1: was fantastic. Yeah,
0: He's for great. sure.
2: Okay, let me, let me just power question you guys real quick and then we're going to jump back into this stuff. And just this all this requires is yes or no answer here. Okay. So this is, do you run it back if you're the Celtics? Do you run it back?
0: No. Yes.
2: Philly? Yes. Mm. Uh, the Pistons? <laughs> Who cares? No. I mean, no. Why not? Actually, no. Never we were mind. Yes no. We're <laughs> just doing yes or no. We're just doing yes <laughs> or no. I can give you a why I'm, not. I'm dying to know what you think about this, though.
0: You can't You can't sit in the eighth seed for the rest of your life. Like That's the worst place to be in, in sure. basketball.
2: But if Kawhi ends up leaving the East and goes West and Chris Middleton leaves, then Things start to even out really quickly in the East, and that team starts to look better just by comparison alone, and you're that can matter Bucks in the, or the East. Pistons? Do what? Do what? you talking about the Bucks? No, the Pistons. Or the, the,
1: Pistons. He said the Pistons. Because oh. that's what
2: I'm saying. The the playing field evens gotcha, out on them. because gotcha. yes.
1: you Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess so. You just run it back with Blake and Drummond.
2: Yeah. You almost have to.
1: I get a new point guard besides Reggie Jackson, but I don't have a problem with keeping Blake and Drummond as your your. Are baby. we
2: talking
0: like? trying to pick up other pieces or just like, like true running it back. Or are we blowing up teams?
2: Like, I mean like Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris coming back kind of thing. Okay. Like, yes. you know, I, I, you like signing- Philly.
1: I like Philly to run it back. I like Boston to run it back with everyone except Kyrie. Yeah.
2: Except
1: and, for Kyrie. Yeah. yeah I, we'll I get into that, that later. And <laughs> yeah. Pistons. Yeah. Like I said, I, I actually like, I don't mind Drummond and Blake and going like more conventional four or five. Mm. Even though the league's changing, but you need a better point guard than Reggie Jackson. You need better score. You need better scoring guards. Yeah. As a GM, I'm trying to do something different with that league, so no on those guys. Okay, Next, so yeah, you can't shoot Josh. Is fucking kicking you to the curb. True. I don't care if you average 18 and 15. Get off my team.
2: Okay, so to bring the randomness back, then so then Houston, you guys both say you run it back. Yes. No, but I don't. Think I mean,
1: is. I'd so add it. different role players, but you run it back with your starters.
0: Yeah, hmm. I'd agree with that.
2: You almost have to try to get rid of the Chris Paul contract if you can, right? Yeah, it's so impossible, He's making 38 he no. He's like, making
0: more than Harden next year. Who are you can trade? So, so, what you could do. Hmm. I heard Andrew Wiggins' name thrown around on the ringer, which is like. <laughs> oh, no. Because they're pretty similar. Andrew Wiggins is pretty, pretty ugly, dude, but he can knock down three if you stick him in the corner. Um, yeah. I don't really yeah. have Chris Paul. What I'm if you Wiggins, though, geez, and I don't yeah. like Chris Paul.
2: Let me run this by you. What if it was like a uh, Chris Paul for Gordon Hayward and Marcus Smart to make the money work? Do you do that if you're the Celtics?
0: I, for uh, sure. I thought you were going to say, do you do that if you're Houston? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, if you're Houston. <laughs> no way if you're the No, no way. No, I think that's... I would do that, that if I'm the Celtics. I would do that if I'm the Celtics. You're going to need Chris a point
2: Paul, guard no matter what. And you, Chris you bring, Paul
1: can come in and be a true facilitator, and let Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum ice on a little more and get their reps and get their shots up. You still got the you got great veteran leadership of Horford and honestly Chris Paul's a good leader even though he's a dick. Uh, I, I like that look. And I then would get rid of Marcus Morris and not let him shoot five threes a game.
2: And then that's probably the other thing I would do is put a package together that involved Tatum and like Marcus Morris for AD. We try to go with that route.
1: Let's go Chris Paul AD Horford. I like that. Yeah, that'd be wild and so, and do you juice? Keep
2: juice in there do you keep Jalen oh, yeah. brown in there yeah because so far he took a bigger Dude, step forward I this year
1: like the way Jalen brown finished the season yeah
2: he took a bigger step forward this year than tatum did i thought he I looked
1: like he could be a, a, an all-star in the, the way he was playing in some of the playoff games i think like it's hard to look like i'm going to be an all-star when i'm the fifth option on a team
0: agreed for sure all
1: right, all right.
2: back to this gold state thing
1: real quick. I, yeah, so last thing I want to say about the Golden State thing. Does this show us that they could still be the top team without KD on the roster? Like does it if they re-sign Klay, which I think they will, and they go into next year with essentially the same roster, but they'll probably be able to get some better bench players, so Josh can stop losing his mind about the names of these guys that are on the 7th and 8th spot. I still think they're the I still think they're the number 1 team even without KD. Like, if you have Draymond, Steph, and Clay and Iggy with good role players, I still think they're the best team in the league.
0: I don't hate that. With good role players, I would have to see the other teams.
1: I don't give a shit. Without good role players, no. I don't care if Kawhi and AD go to the Clippers. I don't care if Kyrie and KD go to the Knicks. I don't care about any of these situations. They're still the best team because of the chemistry. It's not a talent thing. It's a talent plus chemistry.
0: Yeah, I think I think Giannis would have something to say about it, but God um,
1: mighty you don't understand, like I would probably pay I would bribe God for Toronto to beat Milwaukee in the series, so I could just tell you I told you so.
0: You're gonna have to you're gonna have to empty that 401k. Yeah, I
1: don't feel good about my odds. That's why I need to bribe it. I don't want to actually see it just play out. See, uh,
2: I, here, so here. Oh, so I love the fact that Josh <laughs> went balls to the wall on this take. I jumped on that bandwagon with him, and I'm not jumping off by any means, but I'm just waiting for Kyle to be the attack dog here and just take you out <laughs> for, for having the same take that I do. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I, um, I've i been saying this from,
0: like, dude, I don't... They're so good. Um, you have to be flipping good to five-game a team. You have to be, good at, like, a good team. Like, Boston's not a bad team. They deserve that four-seed. They might have even deserved a three seed. They five-gamed them and made them look embarrassing. Like, they destroyed that chemistry. They destroyed that team's soul. They sent Kyrie to New York. Like, hey, they not only beat that team, they destroyed that team. And I projected Boston to win in six. So, what I'm going to do here is
1: I'm going to project Milwaukee to win in six, and then the opposite will happen. Then Toronto will win in five. I think that's how
0: that works. But I don't think you can brag about it after that, Right. (laughs) Are you doing the, the Drake like, where you wear I can't
1: brag team? about it, but I can still say, I told you so, Giannis is in clutch.
0: <laughs> True. Are uh, you uh, doing the Drake Sixers uh, jersey? Dude, that was... That's, I actually
1: like that move by Drake. I'm not like the biggest yeah. Drake guy, but I fucking love that move. <laughs> I blogged
2: that exact same thing yesterday, <laughs> he, Kyle.
1: He endorses... Yeah, you, so, so he endorses that he is a, a curse, and it's been well documented. Yeah. So he very intelligently wears the other team's gear and Kawhi hits the only game seven buzzer beater in NBA history, which is that not the weirdest stat you've ever heard? Like that's bizarre. That's That's crazy. Never Like I know there's been close ones, but there's gotta be one
0: that hit was at the buzzer too. Even the iconic ones, like Jordan jazz was in six. The Craig Elo one was in six. I think. Yeah. There's always a little time left. Dude, watching that thing
1: dance though. I'm in, in person watching that or not in person, but watching that live on TV was just,
0: Wow. it was incredible and it was, dude, that and was like 20 seconds long
1: yeah Kawhi actually gave a little bit of emotion y'all laughed the other day when i was like yeah he didn't show any emotion y'all thought i was kidding like yeah obviously but it's like dude it's a new situation he's actually the man it's he's not gonna get discredited because he was on a team with tim duncan or because he's in pop system like He's carrying Nick Nurse in that roster, and I want to see him show some emotion and take pride in what he's doing. And he finally did.
2: And you know what the thing is? I kind of like it. I like. I kind of respect. I, I respect the fact that he just keeps his mouth shut and plays basketball. Kawhi like had
1: that. the most, uh, most movement this year of all the superstars for me. From like guys I like the least, the guys I like the most. Like he moved up my list the most for me. Kyrie probably moved down the the
0: furthest. Yeah. And I want to address something that Justin said, because I know that the person that he is, and I know what we've had recently happening, when he says keeps his mouth shut and plays basketball, he doesn't mean like social commentary. He means like doesn't talk trash, doesn't get involved with all the noise. Like, sports are always about trying to make the world a better place, right? Yeah, And I know the kind of person you are, Justin. I don't want our listeners to hear that we're those type of people that say, just just shut up and dribble. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, your job is to be a role model for kids and a role model for our world. And I know that you're that type of person, so I just wanted to make sure that our (laughs) listeners don't believe that we're that type of person.
2: Man, he's got the moral compass on me. Look at that. Damn, yeah.
0: What a guy. What a friend. I didn't didn't read it like that at
1: all. I just thought you meant he doesn't act like an asshole like Chris Paul or Jimmy Butler.
0: And that's exactly what he meant, yeah. I just want to make sure that there's no (laughs) – I don't want that – even anywhere associated with our name, you know? oh yeah, no, for sure.
1: Is he is he too timid though? Like, is can can we have a little in between? Like, I kind of like like the the KD Lebron like cockiness, and we'll get hyped every once in a while, but
2: is not over the top. The one thing that I'm tired I, of hearing though is like Embiid, like people like Embiid calling people out when they haven't done shit yet you know i
1: think Embiid's yeah. hilarious i think it'd hilarious I, but i i think he deserves the backlash because he talks a lot of shit for not being out of the second round yeah, but yeah. i still find it funny but like i i think the shit talked right back to so was just as funny
0: yeah but, but what I, you mean I, justin I like is I, talking I, trash to people that don't matter right correct yeah so yeah i agree with that um i like his little feud with russell westbrook i think he's hilarious i love the um Dude, what yeah, percentage guys are, are great. Yeah, the um reporter asking him, what percentage are you feeling on your knee? And he goes, 69%. <laughs> <Yeah>. Jalen <laughs> uh oh man, why am I blanking out? Jalen Rose said, That's immature. That's that's unprofessional. And so they asked him again. He said That's, a, that's hey,
1: true, but it's also hilarious, Jalen. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then uh Joel Embiid came back with 81% because Kobe dropped 81 points on <laughs>
1: like I love that he'll just go at whoever, even though he has like no right to.
0: Yeah. I don't it's know. so funny to me, but I agree. Like pick fights with people that you're are your own size. Don't be the guy that's beating up the little kids on the on the court.
1: How yeah. tall is Embiid? I've seen I've heard seven foot, I've heard seven three. Is it just somewhere between there? He's, seven, the he's seven
0: plus. Yeah, he's seven plus. Um Let's let's talk a
1: little bit about the Denver Portland series though. Yeah, sure. That that one gets slept on a lot just because of the, the markets and it's not Golden State Houston. Uh and there wasn't the only game seven buzzer beater of all time. But seeing to call him bald out. And Josh, Josh called at the beginning of the series, said he had to have the, be, be the guy that steps up. He averaged 24 and a half going into the game, so probably 26, 27 for the series. And he had 37 points on 17 makes and just really took over that game. And it, it, he had a, a moment where it was almost like poor man Steph, where it's like every time he touches it, I feel good this is
0: going in. I was really disappointed that nobody responded back to my text, but at one point I texted you guys, Jennifer must be like Splash Mountain over there right now. <laughs> I was really disappointed I didn't I didn't get any text back. Dude, that, that
1: was so funny. I was literally busy when I read that. And I was Same. like I would've just die laughing right now. Yeah.
0: I was
2: on the air recording uh one of the podcasts and I saw it and I was like, Oh, oh my god. Man.
0: I was like I was popping it up and laughing to myself like I was cracking up. <laughs> And but then you got no response and just cried no for now. I didn't any- feel great about myself after that.
2: I don't know. Is there anything better than just having the perfect thing to say and just being able to fry the absolute fuck out of somebody or something like that? <laughs> and just knowing that what you're going to say is just going to bring the room down. It's just uh, a sure. priceless thing. Yeah, Josh man.
1: lives for those moments.
0: Yeah, he does. Exactly, yeah. And I laugh at my own jokes, even if other people aren't laughing at them. That, that generally gets me by. That's why we love you most, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, let's look at CJ McCollum's splits for that series. Dude, he played – Josh has been on a splits tear, man. Dude, because I love – like, you don't get to see this in other sports where you have two teams go at it for seven games at the most and just see what they have against each other. Like, I love that about basketball, and I think it's the best. Series
1: splits are interesting to me. Game splits, I'm like, eh.
0: Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking series splits. So, C.J. McCollum averaged twenty-five point six. I said that he had to average at least twenty-five to win that series. On forty-five percent, forty percent from the three-point line. It's huge. Um, Plus-minus of one point seven. That series was so close, dude. And until that last game six, the Golden State-Houston series was super close too. That we had this was this might have been the best, the best second round that I've seen in man maybe ever. Honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, best second round I can remember in a long time because I mean, especially the last like four or five years, it's just been such a foregone conclusion. Yeah, For sure. It just hasn't been it hasn't been as competitive. It was really entertaining to watch, and just like with the Golden State Houston series, I I think Portland went and won this in the second half because I mean the first half was just piss poor on both teams. You could tell both teams were nervous and really For hadn't sure. been, hadn't been there before, and uh, I think Portland went and won it. I guess you could say Denver lost it, but it's like, Jokic played great. Jokic proved to me that he's a top 12 player, probably. Uh, Josh, I think has him probably top 10 and an elite offensive player uh, needs to work on the defensive end. But at the end of the day, he didn't have a second person step up for him, which we all kind of, you know, saw that coming at some point. It just happened to be in a game seven, unfortunately. I think they're a player away though, more so than almost any roster in the league.
0: Justin, do you think he's top 10?
2: top 10 mm.
1: so so i can make it easy for you right like i'll give All you top high. i'll give you top <laughs> no i'll give you like set it's gonna come down to like you have them an 8 9 10 11 12 somewhere in there because you're not gonna put them above so we'll lebron kd Kawhi. yep yeah no and, and way he's higher than eight anthony davis Giannis, steph harden like those seven are in front of them
2: yeah uh, yeah those are cemented in right there so yeah.
1: can you name three other players not in that list that you rather have than uh, Jokic? I guess I did it the other day for you, Josh. Who did I give you? I said Dame.
2: Yeah, I take Dame for sure. I take Paul George. Paul George. Look at the way he
1: played the first six, sixty <laughs> games; like he yeah. was an elite defender,
2: healthy Paul uh, George.
1: And I, and I would take him beat over Jokic for sure.
2: Hmm. Yeah,
1: I mean, if it, if we say we bar, if we say barring health, then it, I would take him beat over a lot of those guys and easily over Jokic. I That's true. Yeah. Second about it, I'm saying with,
2: it it just depends on what. Taking bead, it just depends on what kind of offense you want to run because those are just two very different types of centers.
1: Okay, let me ask you this: I have a few players, just this player or Jokic? Okay, Kyrie or Jokic? Jokic,
2: Jokic. I, I don't know no, about uh, that. Yeah, because Kyrie will have like a sleepy twenty seven and eleven night and stuff like that. You won't even this, really notice it. This one's ju- just
0: for Josh. Clay Thompson or Jokic? Thompson. For sure. Really? I also have I also have Thompson a lot higher than most people. But would you
1: have would you have Thompson so swap them teams? Swap team. Yeah. Jokic yeah. to the Warriors or Clay to Denver. All rosters stay the same.
0: I think who's so, yeah, better at that point.
1: I mean, I just, that to me, that made like, Jokic, if you that take, if you me, insert the player on all 30 teams
0: in the league. So that to me diminishes Jokic. That. that to me diminishes Jokic going to the Warriors.
2: See, I disagree. I think it makes because, the Warriors exponentially
0: better. Well,
1: I guess my argument is that, yeah, I agree with that, Justin, but my argument was I think Denver gets a lot worse.
2: Yeah, it depends on what Porter is going to be, though.
0: Hmm. I don't so, know. These are, these are, these are weird. What I meant is Jokic is unique and great and possibly a top 10 player because he is a point guard in a fat seven-footer's body. Like, right. that's the guy That's shoot. what makes yeah. him great. And he wouldn't have that opportunity on the Golden State Warriors to be able to do that. Yeah. Jimmy Butler or Jokic? Jokic. Dude, Jimmy Butler actually looked really good. He but, looked really good. And but, he's a way better defender. And I hate when players don't play defense. But Jokic, to me, does... Dude, it's hard so for me bad. to like. Over the past, over the past five to ten minutes, it's been hard for me to not come out and say Jokic might be the most un- invaluable offensive player in the league. But I'm the, not saying it. But man, so many Ferguson or Jokic. Guy.
2: Hold on, but the other thing, that, but Josh, the the other thing that you in your scenario though is that you don't have Clay anymore, so you have more room shooting on the outside. If you if you want to utilize him there, not saying he's That's gonna true. you're gonna substitute him for. Clay, but you just have a different dynamic that you can run there.
0: And that's true. Also, you know what? Actually, that's a good point. Here's here's with that point, I'm going to say Jokic has the most offensive skills of anybody in the league. Oh the God. most diverse set of offensive wow. skills of anybody in the league. No, what?
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I think LeBron he can, can score. I think LeBron can score
0: easier than Jokic. And yeah, God, it's I forgot about LeBron. He but Jokic shoots better threes. Jokic shoots better threes. He's a great passer. He can put his back to the basket and take anybody in the post. He can uh, oh, post up from the, high, oh from the high post. He can post up from the high post. He can put the ball on the court. He, there's not a thing that he cannot do offensively. And there's not, man, LeBron and Jokic, those two are really the only people in the league that you no, can say there's not a thing offensively that they, can, they can't do.
1: I agree with you. He's super versatile. Definitely probably a top four or five offensive talent. His but I think it's defense hilarious. is bad. His defense is really bad, and I, yeah. I have a problem with that, and I know you normally do, too. Uh, yeah. But but It's funny how LeBron misses the playoffs one year, so he goes to the finals nine you know, years, and you're like, who the fuck's this guy in Space Jam 2? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's exactly a, how I feel. He was, I mean, on, we
2: the we 30, he was on a 37-win Laker team this year. That's <laughs> tough.
1: Must suck. Horrible. They were, the four, they were the fourth seed when he went out. <laughs> Jordan never did that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but like I I stand by my by my statement of he besides LeBron, he might be the most versatile offensive player in the league.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think who else Where else? does Giannis
0: fall there? Harden Giannis, Giannis. Giannis really can't shoot threes. Yeah. Giannis, Harden, is most, yeah, But he does have a hole in his offense. Yeah, that's true.
1: But hey, can't Harden drive, shoot threes and is a good passer?
0: He can't post up 7 footers well okay really. i mean Jokic can't put the ball double
1: team from 30 feet and, get a, and one for sure yeah
0: um yo harden for me i haven't seen so there's two levels of point guard play that i that i look at there's the point guard he's still
1: a shooting guard though right or, yeah i mean
0: or, it, it really depends I, I generally put him in the point guard position just because he's so ball dominant but there's two levels of point guard there's the or passer There's the person that can get you points, and then there's a person that can get you rhythms or can make the pass before the correct pass, the hockey assist pass. I don't see as much of that from Harden. I see a lot of drive, kick, shot. From Jokic, he's making passes and moving on the court in a way that moves the defense so that two or three passes down the line, they get an open shot. So I haven't and seen a whole lot of that from Harden. Murray and he goes three for 15. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't seen a whole lot of that from Harden, but I don't know if that's a product of Mike D'Antoni's system or just Harden not being able to see that. Um, so I uh, Joe, the things that joke is just doing are hard to see, but man, the things that he does is incredible.
1: Let's uh, let's stay out on the West coast. And I know game one is already tipped off. Uh, this evening here on, on Tuesday, but how do you see the
0: the Western Conference Finals shaking out? I haven't looked at it yet. I just looked at it. Oh, Western Conference. I'm sorry. Y'all go ahead.
2: I'm gonna say uh, Golden State in between five and six. I really can't decide.
1: So six would be in Portland, which is a, is a tough building to play in, and they've showed that. Uh, have they have they won every game in Portland?
2: yes I think so yep yeah that's a good point but I think five
1: I'm inclined to go five or seven because of that
2: that's true Uh, yeah I really can't decide how I feel but I'm leaning towards five okay and it obviously depends
1: on Katie's health down the stretch here but I heard Uh, Steve
2: Kerr say today that he's not anywhere close to being ready
1: right so I'm gonna go Golden State in seven even though like it could be one of those where it's like, it does go seven games, but it wasn't even as competitive as
2: the the Houston game. I'm going st- to split the difference then, and I'm going to say six.
1: Josh is about to make an ill-advised prediction. I can, yeah. see, the <laughs> can see the look of his face. Can you can so see the look at his face. So we got you Golden State in five or six, Justin. I'm
2: going to take it in six.
1: Golden State six. I'll go Golden State seven. Josh. Let's go out east to the Boston or to the Milwaukee. <laughs> um, don't back off from now. You said you you've been quick to point out that on the total series projections, you are up one on Justin and myself.
0: Currently up one,
1: and
2: that's why Is that I'm clue taking Last this. year, can I? I demand a recount from from last year. Does that, I don't remember what happened last year. I know we need to go oh. back and look at that. That's how well, we need to formulate I'd, this. Yeah. Like, we need to go back at, like, so for the listeners, we're going to make a top 30 of all time countdown this summer. Like, we're going to do, like, an episode where we rank our top 30 of all time. And what I was thinking about is to get an official on-the-break top 30, it would be awesome to, like, go back and look at our playoff predictions from last year, this year, see who got them the closest. We can figure out how to weight them. And then, basically, whoever has the most correct weighs in the most towards the top 30, and that helps get us, you know, the uh, the on the break top 30 of all time. I love I'm it.
0: being responsible for waiting.
2: Uh, <laughs> no, this is going to be an open system. <laughs> dang it. I, I was going to win everyone that
1: I had by 500 points. I think that's a great idea. And I co-signed the hell out of it initially when you brought it up. I was excited. And then I thought about it. And I was like, I'm probably in last here. So I yeah. don't know if I should be excited. I might just have to start. I might have to go Golden uh, Portland and four here. <laughs> No, no but, I'm going to go Golden State 7. Josh, go ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, Justin picked with me a lot last year, so you're definitely behind him. Um, I'll be in first place, Justin. Humble,
1: humble brag game. there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about like um, that. Go ahead <laughs> and bury yourself in this Western Conference. I'm team.
0: burying myself right here. Um, I'm going Portland in 7 just to because if I don't, nobody's going to get – so nobody's so going to get these takes. Here are the so, takes.
1: Real quick, real quick question. A team that got swept by New Orleans last year.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, it was last year. They swept
1: Oakland and win on game
0: seven. Yeah. I mean, this isn't the same one. We keep saying that this is the same Warriors team that won in 2015. It's not. He's 35. He had to play 37 minutes to beat the Rockets. Yeah, Um, that's that's tough. Sean Livingston might die during this series. Yeah. Dude, Looney, Maybe, Looney is playing out of his mind, though. Looney should get paid more than Capella based on last series. Yeah, flipping Capella should be shot out behind the barn is what he should be. Um, <laughs>
2: God almighty. You want to give a PC good statement Lord. on that one, Josh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, a
0: cream, he's a cream puff, man. Yeah, you're out there, there calling sure, me
2: out for saying shit you're talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that you could
0: chainsaw my, my right arm off and then let me loose in a ring with Capella, and I would still, he would still be cowering in the corner. That guy is so <laughs> soft. Um, So, this isn't the same team as that 2015 team. Um, They're going to have to play a lot of minutes, man. Um, Clay and Steph are both going to have to play 40-plus minutes every single game, maybe 45-plus minutes every single game until KD comes back. If KD was coming back game two, then, yeah, I'm rolling with the Warriors probably in six, maybe in five. But all Portland let's say Portland picks up one in Oracle. Then they go home. They have two games at home, most likely without KD or without Boogie. Um, those two games, Warriors are going to be tired because they've been playing all these games. I could very well see this being three-one before KD give, comes back. Do I think it's likely? Do I? I don't know. Do I think it's probable? No, it's not probable. And Portland and seven is a very long shot. Like if I was putting money on it, it would not be Portland and seven. Come but I'm going to do it just for the just for the the being different and then also telling people we could very much see this series being three-one going. Going back to Oracle at one point. Okay.
2: No. no I, don't know what
0: the,
1: I don't know what the fuck's going on right now, but I will give you a piece of advice. I do think that if you're going to pick Portland, you should do it in six because I think they're much more likely to close it out uh, in their in their home court. Rodney
0: Hood's in the game. I thought he tore his ACL last last game. Can I? Can I? Can, let me hedge this then. Can I hedge it with just saying Portland? I don't care what how many games. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay. that's fine because it's it's very much an underdog pick, and I don't even think it's going to happen. But I want our <laughs> listeners to know that this is not a done deal. Like, this is – they. Golden State came out as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. That was shocking to me, dude. That was crazy <laughs> to me. You well, said, Jurebko, um, Jurebko's busting threes, man, so. <laughs> yeah, Jurebko's going to play 40-plus. Right. Yeah.
1: Um, the greatest Jurebko nickname is – Bill Simmons calls him Swedish Larry. It's a Sweet great name. Player. He used to play on the Celtics. Yeah.
0: yeah. great. Name. Um, nuclear clay only cl- shows up in game sixes, so. That's why I've had to pick Portland in seven, is because nuclear Clay will show up and torch all of whatever city they're in in Oregon. What city is? Oh, Portland. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think?
1: My bad. Do you-, <laughs> Do you think Bill Russell and Larry Bird will pull together this year? Uh, what? God, no, I was thinking.
2: I was thinking about that yesterday. It was is that a plus?
1: Is
0: that a top thirty of all time? What I just did? Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> Do you great.
1: think Clay was just on the way to the uh, game, like skipped the team bus and just was like getting in and it was just like in an Uber, just like ripping a blunt, just like I'm about to drop 21 in this
2: first time. <laughs> no hour. doubt. The Uber driver. Like, <laughs> no that's doubt. how I
1: picture life be.
2: Dude, you wouldn't talk about stress management and, you know, <laughs> being able to deal with the lights and the glamour. That's a, that's a way to do it. God, you should be blazed constantly. Yeah, Clay's figured
1: it out. He knows something we all don't, I think. Making yeah. 20 million a year is also good for st- stress
0: management as well. I don't feel like you'd have a whole lot of stress if you were pulling in 20, 20 mil. You'd probably know that Portland's in Oregon, but maybe. <laughs> Josh be like, Do you know how many McChickens I can buy now? <laughs> <laughs> Email you McChickens? Um well, yeah, so be- I I have Portland. I'm just taking Portland with the series. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm doing it.
1: I respect I respect you for taking that, and I'm also happy that I'm gonna be back to even this year with you. <laughs> uh, okay, so that the- but Josh, we the-
2: do need you to to nail down something for the record. So what do you feel best about six or seven? I know you want to take Portland overall. We'll give you credit. Go go with your gut. Go seven, Josh. No, let me talk you into it. Yeah, I'm
0: going. I mean, nuclear Clash showing up in game six. He always does. Okay. Um, All right. Plus it, we could see boogie back this series too. If we do see boogie back and him and KD are more than 80%, it's over for sure. Okay. I like it. for Sure.
2: All right, let's talk about the East then.
0: Yep.
1: We're yeah, I mean, start- we don't really need to talk about Milwaukee, Boston. That was already over the last episode. I mean yeah. sure. Boston rough. needs to to move on from this year, keep their young assets. Uh we'll see what Milwaukee's gonna do.
2: I just this- told them how to fix the team. So Danny sure. just needs to listen. <laughs> yeah, you
1: so. just you just really moved a lot of assets around quickly there. Yeah, I solved their problem <laughs> for sure. <laughs> You should definitely be the next GM. Danny Age, needs to get out of the way. He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. Wick better be uh, listening, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> but this is where I'm going to pick up the uh, another win on Josh. Is I got Toronto over Milwaukee. I actually like Milwaukee a little more right now, but I t- took Toronto-Golden State at the beginning of the playoffs, so I'm going to ride that out and say Toronto again. And I have possibly the best player in the series, so I also feel pretty confident in that. But... I mean, let's talk. Let's talk about first how Toronto just closed out closed out Philly. I mean, it was ugly. Like, what did you see in Game Seven, Josh? Kawhi can't play, Mike. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> cool, Is Kawhi Leonard scared to seize the moment? It's like, dude, 39 <laughs> shots. Like yeah. everyone's like wondering if he's going to be able to, you know, be the guy in that moment because he hasn't had to be on the the Spurs teams. It's like, dude, he's good. <laughs> he's his best friends with. Tim Duncan.
2: shots. <laughs> He's best friends with Tim Duncan, for God's sakes. Like, he knows what's going on.
0: You know, are they right? best friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Dude, they yeah. look like they're best friends. Yeah. They look like they both wear
0: New Balances and grill.
2: Remember whenever yeah, they, ha- champ. they had Maybe. the whole standoff going on, and he was, like, practicing on a different court than the rest of the team, and he was, like, playing with Tim Duncan? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, that was, like, during that whole thing, whenever he was trying to get healthy or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tim Duncan tells Kawhi, he's like, just do what I do. Just shop at Coles and drive Hondas the whole time and you won't go broke like <laughs> right. these other dudes.
2: Yeah. They
0: probably have matching pocket watches.
2: <laughs> he's fucking good though. He is fucking good. He's
0: incredible. fucking
1: good. He's definitely undeniably one of the four best players in the world. See Mark, you can make him yeah. one through four, and I don't have a problem with uh yeah, I don't have a problem with one through four, actually. You could already yeah. convince me he's the best player in the world on a given night because of his defense on
0: the ball. Tier one of the NBA is Giannis, LeBron, KD, and Kawhi in no particular order. Those those four are better than everybody else. and yeah. It is a pretty
1: significant drop off to the second tier.
0: It really yeah. is. Only one of them has no holes in this game. No. Yeah. Which is crazy. Who, KD? Um, not LeBron? LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. What's, what's KD's hole? KD's not quite strong enough to keep really strong defenders off of him and deny him the ball. So do you think LeBron's defense is not a hole – At
1: this point, and you know how much I love LeBron, but his defense is lackluster. When
0: he tries, it's still above average, though. That's it. It's good whenever he tries. I think that's the best way to describe it. I think that's the best way to describe it as lackluster is that he just doesn't try. Um, Yeah, so I'm not. also been on
1: teams where he's had to do way too much offensively.
0: Yeah, none of those guys. Well, I take that back. Kawhi and Giannis are the only two of those two guys are of those guys that, Try on every single possession defensively, but I would probably still take KD and LeBron over both of those guys. I mean, what what holes do you see in Kawhi's game? He doesn't he doesn't play make. Um, yeah. He doesn't know how to make his. Yeah, a he's not better.
1: a great. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Not so that. he doesn't okay. get assist
0: one, which is level one of playmaking, and then he doesn't have that level two, three of playmaking where he can see things in advance for other players.
1: And Giannis's hole is clearly shooting and rim protection. Yeah, sure. that, you know, it's, the, it's, the, it's shooting and that's it.
0: Yeah, it's shooting for sure. He, dude, this year, so... It's coming on. He's shooting like 30, 35 plus percentage in the playoffs. Um, Against the Raptors this year, he has shot... He has... These stats are crazy, bro. He's going to go off in this series and it's not going to be pretty. Um, Against the Raptors this year, he's averaged 20, 27 points, 15.3 rebounds, five assists, 1.7 steals, shooting... 59% from the field and 42% from the three point line against the Raptors this year in four games.
1: Yeah, but Raptors were load managing guys the whole time and the Bucks were not. Like Giannis played 15 more games than Kawhi did. That's
0: I don't crazy. know. How, how
1: many of those games did Kawhi play?
0: All of them. All four. Yeah.
2: Fuck
0: yeah. well, yeah. me. I don't think this is <laughs> but, like I mean Go ahead just.
2: K- well, Kawhi's not the I mean he's the majority of the story, but I mean you can't discount what Siakam adds to it. I mean Kyle Lowry played great defense in this last game. I mean, there was there's some things going on there, too. The pieces, they it's like they don't really work, but they work a lot better than the Sixers do.
1: Yeah. yeah. Dude, Kyle Lowry made some great hustle plays, even yeah. though he didn't bring a lot offensively. Um, he made some really... or He didn't score a lot, but he had like three offensive rebounds in like a minute and a half. <laughs> yeah. It was just absurd. And that guy's like, what, 6'2", six, 6'1"? Six, but... I was on here endorsing Siakam uh, in the last pod, and I, and I still feel like he's a max guy, but I was telling Josh this today. He looked scared as shit to take the last sh- the shot at the end of the game when he was at the top of the key. He wanted yeah. nothing to do with that, and he was just scared to shoot the whole game. Like, Embiid was playing him in the paint like he was freaking Ben Simmons, and he's like a 35% shooter. Like, pull that. Make them respect. 38,
0: yeah.
1: But so me and Josh had a disagreement today that, Kawhi made the, Josh said Kawhi made the wrong basketball play. In theory, that's correct, but he actually made the right basketball play because Siakam had, wanted nothing to do with that and he wasn't scared to take the shot. And the guy that's less scared to take the shot under those circumstances is the better play. Like that's the better sure. play the first quarter of game one.
2: Sure, but it helps that Kawhi's been there before. Yeah,
1: his finals MVP. Well, not yeah. quite there because no one's done that. But yeah, no, I know what you're saying. Like he has obviously way more experience than Siakam who's was averaging like eight points a game last year
0: would we be seeing criticism for Kawhi if that shot didn't go in
1: no they would have won an ot because did you see how the, the let's talk about the sixers and the way they handled that game down the stretch i mean the last three minutes they had like three or four possessions where i was like what the fuck just happened like jimmy butler getting trapped in the corner we're just holding it holding it holding it playing hot potato until there's four seconds left like what why is Embiid on the three point line? Like, and I know right. I'm not the first person to make this point, but like, why is he not being posted up? Like, what made Brett Brown say, Yeah, I don't think Joel has enough in the tank? Like, he's already played forty five he was scoring with forty-two minutes of in him when he's played forty-two minutes, excuse me. Now that he's at minute forty five. It's not like he hit some wall. He's already tired. Him in the post is still a better option than Jimmy Butler ISO.
2: He was absolutely gassed though. To be I mean he was
1: fucking gassed. He was gassed in the I first think, half.
2: Yeah. He was so gassed that his
0: mind was was going away. Like I, I if I was Brett Brown, I would have been afraid of putting him in the post because it's not like he's on a guy that's smaller than him. Gasol weighs more than him. And they would double with Kawhi and then Joel Embiid. When you're that gassed, your mind doesn't work correctly and you commit turnovers. So like, but the shot goes up at least, right? Like you don't get a
1: shot clock violation or a
0: block shot. No, I think he commits a turnover. I think he tries to pass out of that double team and probably gets it picked. But like, Mm. I I understand where you're, where you're coming from. Like that's the right, what they should have been doing. But Embiid's, conditioning is so bad um i that was at the same time dude all credit to toronto i sitting on my couch felt freaking suffocated i was having trouble breathing watching that defense dude they had four possessions in a row that were almost perfect defensively
1: yeah i text Uh, y'all that lineup that they were running out there was just it was good man so you have lowry at the point which he's a decent defender and then you have Kawhi, elite World class defender. You have Ibaka, who's a great rim protector and still an above average defender for his position. You had uh, Siakam, who has incredible length, and I mean, I don't know, he's what six nine, six ten. He can he can block a lot of shots. And then who was the who was the fifth player that was out there? Was it Gasol?
2: Yeah, Gasol. yeah.
1: I mean, you just have a huge anchor down in, down there. Good defensive rebounder just smart player even though he's not crazy athletic i really like so do you think like that type of a lineup can present challenges to the bucks or do you think the bucks spread them out and move the ball better than the sixers did
2: that's a good question Pro-
0: the problem with the bucks is it's all dependent upon whether or not you can stop Giannis, and there's not a person in the league that can stop Giannis.
2: yeah so
1: like when is gonna get the shot i mean i don't know i like i, I like siakam Garden him a little more so I looked this up this is strange I thought Giannis would have the longest wingspan of all these guys Giannis Siakam and Kawhi's wingspan is all the exact same
0: yeah dude which is crazy because Giannis seven, is like three, four inches taller than Kawhi he's like what Giannis is seven foot or seven one six eleven is probably what I would guess but I don't, I don't think he's a true seven footer um okay. but he did he came into the league at like six, six foot nine. ten and okay. I think two foot nine and he uh yeah,
1: that, uh, NBA.com six, has seven. most of that 6'11". And Kawhi's 6'7". So, yeah, I, I like Siakam a little more there because I think he's 6'9". You looked that up last time, 6'9", 230 is what you gave me. So I, I don't know. You probably throw both of them at him and see how it goes. Like Kawhi can stay more in front of him and maybe try to keep him out of the paint and take 12 to 15 footers, where Siakam will probably strength-wise get back down, but have, you know, be able to test him vertically. For sure. And they throw throw a baca at him if he tries to get too much in the post and put more of a body on him. That's also a rim protector. Like if any team can can you know slow Giannis down, it's the Raptors.
2: That's true. I definitely agree with that. And those games that they played against each other all season were kind of a grind that way. Like they really were. They were very slow moving basketball. It felt very much Popovich like on on Toronto side for sure. So it just yeah. it's kind of like yeah, smothering right. them with the defense kind of thing and just putting the the offense to rest.
1: Yeah, I can see these games slowing down and the Raptors are going to want to have scores like Josh said about last series where it's like high, you know, mid to high 90s, low 100s to for them to win. If this game goes in the 120s, like they don't want to they don't want that because that means the Bucks are hitting their shots and they're a great defensive team and you're probably going to lose that game. But if they can keep, you know, these in like the make this look like a game 10 years ago and keep it in the 90s, I think they'll have a shot.
2: Let me ask you guys this, bringing it back to the Sixers for a second. Do you agree or disagree with them bringing back Brett Brown?
1: Mm, I would say I would actually bring him back. And he, he had a pretty bad performance in game seven. I did not like a lot of a lot of the calls, but I think he was pretty limited in his resources too. Yeah. Uh, and it was, but he is clearly hadn't been in that moment. He could have done a lot of things better. The thing is, I just don't think there's a lot of good coaches for them right. to go higher. That's yeah. that's the issue. Like, I mean, because like, what am I going to get?
2: Lionel you know, Holland? Let's say, yeah, let's say Frank Vogel <laughs> to
1: go to L.A. Like, is Frank Vogel the best candidate? Let me get Lionel Hall or uh, oh, Tyloo. Like, would you rather yeah. Tyloo than Brett Brown? I mean,
2: mm. oh boy, we got to talk about that here in just a second. For just- I think
1: those guys like Brett Brown. I mean, I know Phil. The fans don't, but the, their fans don't like anybody. I don't know
2: that the fans really are one way or the other on him. I don't think he's like Larry Brown there or anything, but I don't think that no. he's. You but know, but not, I don't think
1: you're going endorsements for him for sure. Correct.
2: Yeah. He's not being run out of town yet. I don't I I agree with that point. I think that if you don't know who you're gonna go get that way, then what's the point? It's not like you could add the option to go out and get like Luke Walton. If yeah, you did you get a
1: new coach, you gotta get a new staff and he's gotta learn all these players. It's like Brett Brown already knows all of it.
2: Right. But I don't think that there's can't figure I, it out. I, I feel like there's always merit in like that that refresh hitting the refresh button on that kind of thing. I mean
1: yeah, well, that's where I think you change the personnel up a little bit. And, you know, J.J.'s contract expired. You probably let let him go just because he's such a defensive liability. Right. Even though he's a great shooter. You pro- you bring back one of Jimmy Butler or Harris. And even though Harris disappeared, I think his game fits more. And I just try to load up on D&3 guys. Like, what if they let Butler and Redick walk? And then I think they have two max guys at that point. Or if you get if you Harris and Middleton to both take, like, 25 mil a year, like, that would be interesting.
2: Mercy. Yeah, that'd be something.
0: Um, yeah, I think that it's very rare that I feel like an NBA team does the right thing with the coach as far as, like, tenure and allowing them to develop. Um, Brett Brown, I think cutting him loose this this year would have been a little bit soon. I'm okay with one more year, but that's if he doesn't make it to the Eastern Conference, Eastern finals. Conference finals with this – with this team next year, then I'm cutting them. But normally you see these teams just cut cut coaches like crazy or they hang on to them for way too long. Um, so um, I, I would give Brett Brown one more year personally. Unless,
1: um, now that I think about it, if you could go to the college ranks and pick up not Calipari. a John B line, but like a Calipari, Krzyzewski ain't leaving. Roy huh. Williams probably isn't either. But yeah, if you could get a Calipari level coach, okay. Tom Izzo, okay. Maybe. Yeah, Other Miller. than that, nah. Sean Miller, if
0: he's not in jail.
2: I do um, like I do like <laughs> that Cleveland decided not to just run it back on some old-ass coach and that they went with, you know, somebody. I was it,
0: hoping Cleveland would hire
1: Jason Kidd and Justin oh. would just explode. God. That'd be a great blog, though. That would be a... Oh, my a God. <laughs> I would roast his fucking ass. Jason Kidd would for sure block you on Twitter. Oh, no
2: doubt about it. No doubt about it.
0: So, let's, so I got let's do official predictions. Official
2: predictions. Yep.
0: I've got Milwaukee in six, and I'm really freaking tempted to take him in five. Um, okay. Official prediction for me is Milwaukee in six. That's only because I think Siakam's going to have a better series. If Siakam doesn't show up, Milwaukee's going in five.
2: I don't hate that.
0: I'm going to go. So there's, there's like
1: four things that can happen here, right? Toronto can dominate. Toronto can win a close one. Bucks can dominate. Bucks can win a close one. There's no way Toronto's going to dominate them. It's going to be one of the uh, three of the other four. I, I'm just going to – because I'm go- picking Toronto, I'm going to go with Toronto in seven. Uh, you know, I I, I feel pretty hard-pressed picking the team to win a game seven on the road. I just don't see them getting it done in less games, though, is the issue. So I'm going to go Toronto in seven.
0: You're giving me a free pass on my Portland pick. You know that, right?
2: Yeah, you are.
1: Yeah, but I'm also – you know, I'm also one of those people that sticks to their guns. And I picked golden state That's and fair. Toronto at the beginning. You can't do that. Cause your team's out that you picked to go to the finals, Josh, but,
2: uh,
1: Houston, right. you had Houston, Milwaukee. <laughs> you had Houston, Milwaukee. I had golden state Toronto. And then Justin did the sensible thing and said, well, let me just take the two best teams in each conference. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gee, who have thought. Milwaukee, which 90% of the media probably did. And, uh, Looks like that may work out, but what's your official official pick
2: here, Justin? Let me do this then really quick
0: before Justin gets us in. I pick Milwaukee to win the championship.
2: All right. Dude, I don't know what your thing is about betting against Golden State. You (laughs) are ridiculous. I need this. You're ridiculous. (laughs) Josh is going to go bankrupt going against Golden State. (laughs) I'm not putting any money on it. That's why. Like, I'm just going to start fading Josh all the time. Like Every pick you make, (laughs) I'm I'm taking the other side of it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Milwaukee in five, actually. I, I like it. I This is another one that I'm really teetering on the edge of six. I would not be surprised if it went six games, but I think it'll but go th- five.
1: That's also them just winning at home, too, which seems really likely. True. Like, they go up 2-0, and the yeah. series is over. Right. Like, right. Like Milwaukee goes up 2-0, the series is over, because just like the Warriors, I don't think you're beating Milwaukee four games out of five, and uh, statistics would back that up since they won sixty. 60- three games this
2: year. I also think that Toronto swipes one from them though, for sure.
1: I think Toronto really, really needs to win game one.
2: Yes. Uh, Strong agree.
0: Very much so. Yeah. Otherwise they got no chance. I don't know how much time left. Can I paint a couple of big pictures for the, for the fans really quickly? Canvas is yours. (laughs) Okay. So big picture looking at these two series, these two series are maybe the most unique series that we've ever seen. We've never seen in the Eastern conference. We've never seen two top five players that are top five offensively and defensively play each other and most likely guard each other for the entire series or for a large majority of the series. It's a good point. Also defensively, they're so different. Like Kawhi is like a cornerback. I thought Justin or Kyle, you've said this before. Kawhi is like a cornerback and Giannis is like a safety or a linebacker. Giannis plays. He's a a
1: free safety. He's like Ed Reed. He sits back and watches things happen and controls the field. He's a center fielder and he, And he plays that help in team defense.
0: Right. And then playing against Kawhi is like being played by Darrell Revis in his prime. Right. Man
1: man on man on an like Revis Island.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like playing against Richard Sherman. So I'm really excited about this. This is going to be a really unique series. On the other side, you have the best backcourt of all time. And what I'm going to call versus what I'm going to call the fourth best backcourt of all time.
2: Wow. Um, well, okay. I'm putting. I didn't.
1: I didn't think about that. I, yeah. I didn't think about all time backwards, but yeah, so uh, you got to be up there. It's the second best in the league right now, for sure. Because Wall and Beal lost a lot of uh, a lot of credibility this year.
0: Yeah, and uh, Russell Westbrook and uh, Tavo Cephalosha aren't getting done, or yeah. Andre Roberson aren't getting that done. Terrence Ferguson aren't getting that done. The same iteration of the same player, but that team. So I've got number one is Clay and Steph. Number two is probably Joe Dune Mars and Isaiah, and I think Gail Goodrich and uh, Jerry West, and then probably Damon Damon CJ. But this is going to be these two series are going to be the most unique series that we'll probably ever see. Like these series, I would watch every single game of every single one because they're going to be a blast. Yep.
2: Could I, I uh, could I leave us on one closing note? Yeah. Uh, by no means does this podcast advocate going and shooting Clint Capella out back. Just, just put that out
1: there. I was waiting for Justin to plug Agreed. In. before Agreed. we before we sign off, though, let's talk about New Orleans. The lottery was just a uh, yeah, about an hour ago. New Orleans gets the first pick. clearly Z- going for Zion or the rights to Zion. If you gut reaction, do they draft Zion and lose a d, draft Zion keep a d or? package Zion and AD or sell, or maybe just sell Zion and AD separately
2: I think that if David Griffin weren't there who's their new president of basketball operations I think they'd be selling it in some way shape or form or trading it yeah I think he's gonna swing for the fences and try to convince Anthony Davis to stay I saw on Twitter just a few minutes ago that his stance has not changed because what's his
1: background that's you know, he, he, uh, yeah. he was the GM with LeBron. Like he knows, okay, when I have a potential world class talent like Anthony Davis. I
2: gotta get aggressive.
1: Or I have a world class talent in Anthony Davis and I have a potential world world class talent talent in Zion Williamson. I gotta try to keep these pieces. Yeah. You still have Drew Holiday there, who, by the way, if he's your third best player, is a pretty good third best player.
2: And Julius Randle.
1: Yep. Yep. They have option for like nine or ten million, which is a steal. It's a steal. So, what, what do you think, Josh? I would love to see them get a point guard that could just lob it up to Zion and AD, but my heart tells me I actually think they get Zion, keep him, but trade
0: AD. Um, could you package – what could you get for Zion and AD? Um, could you become <laughs> – A full NBA team. Yeah, a full <laughs> NBA team. Could you become relevant? Probably with just a that country.
1: <laughs> Probably <laughs> I mean, like, from an asset standpoint, that would be just every other GM's wet dream. I mean, that is the biggest asset package of all time. It's exactly what happened to to Danny Ainge
2: and the Celtics.
1: Yeah.
0: Zion's unproven. It's crazy to me, but... Dude,
1: I mean, okay, so so is, like, Kevin Durant was unproven when he came in, but you knew he was going to be good, but he could shoot, so you went nuts for him. It's like Zion is doing everything else really, really well.
0: I mean they could Greg Odomo over, over him.
1: Giannis can't really shoot though. Yeah. Like um, he is developing a shot, right? But like him and Zion are not that different. Like Zion's handles can get to where Giannis's are. Like they're not that far
0: off. Giannis has six inches on him.
1: No, he doesn't. You just said he's is six eleven he? you just say six eleven. Okay, I'm sorry. Not. He has five inches
0: and on he's him. He's
1: either listed at six eight or six seven, which is three or four he's, inches.
0: He's listed at six six.
1: He's but where is he listed at 6 6? Give me the at website. At
0: six, six. Sure. Google Zion Williamson, Williamson Hyde. On the listed at 6 6 ESPN had, oh, it's a 6 7 right there. ESPN had him at 6 6 Mike. <laughs> Listen, He Mike said, Schmitt, 6 7 right there. <laughs> Mike Schmidt, the, the Draft Express, like, Everything he says is gold. Has him listed at six six. The last time he he was listed under Mike Schmidt's like draft was at six six. How tall was so, How tall was Giannis when he came to the league? I, just, I mean, i thought banking it's, on him into three. Google it. Yeah, talking. so it's like that. That's he's undersized for the position that he's going to play, height wise. Bro, he, can, he's he weighs gonna, a gonna, lot.
1: He's going to be able to play one. He's going to be bringing the ball up
0: court. Okay. Um. <laughs> I, so, I. I would I would look at you could probably get Anthony Davis and Zion packaged for, I mean, Anthony Davis and Zion packaged for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and then a someone to throw in there for cat or for
1: bro Kat. you would get Hay, you could get Hayward Tatum
0: money doesn't really work out I was Brown that. oh yeah I guess that's true because Hayward yeah you'd have, like to, you'd have to package yeah he's at like thirty two. But you'd have to package, um,
2: but you have less years there. Is the he only has two years of that, which is helpful. What
0: about you could go Tatum, Brown, uh, Smart in a couple of firsts. Actually, New Orleans has about ten grand that they that they have to play well, with, so they 10 could mil, ten mil. That God dang it, I always do that. <laughs> um, what city is in Portland in? Is Portland in um, the
2: Celtics also have four first round picks here, so <laughs> there's a lot it. they can deal with here.
1: Dude, if I'm the Celtics, I would just say here, here's Tatum, here's Brown, here's all four of those first. Now no, give me
2: four. no, no, Why? no. That's way too much.
1: Oh, for a one year AD, player. You're winning AD, yeah. Yeah. I guess you, you would need you would need some kind of.
2: You do Tatum. You do. Four first is a lot. I, I'd give him three first. I'd do Tatum and maybe Marcus Smart to make the money work.
1: Okay, I like I like keeping Jalen Brown too. I think we're on the same page, Jalen Brown. I don't think you get that package for for just uh Jalen for just Jason. Tatum, I think it's gonna
2: I, I think it's gonna take way less than you guys think than anybody okay. thinks. It Let's does.
1: think of another team that could have the assets, even because Boston has probably the best tradable assets. But what other team has the assets to, to make a move for either of these guys? I mean Sixers. Um, they yeah they got to re-sign some guys and then they yeah trade
0: Ben Simmons to no jumpers. Ben Simmons or Zion?
1: Well, who would you rather have right now for the next 10 years on your team? You're building the franchise. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons or Zion Williamson? Ben Simmons. Oh, my God. What the fuck, dude? Disagree,
2: dude. He only took five
1: shots. Like, I get, I'm with you. Zion nah, took skills. zero shots. I'm, I'm He's with not even in the league. I'm, ben Simmons was 16 and 17 in college. I'm with you on Ben Simmons' skill set, but – I'm not sold on him as the human. Like I need him to have nuts and not take five shots. Go four it's for the second year. F- I'd rather him go four for 15 than four for 5. That's fine. It's his yeah, second year.
2: I agree. I, I I think I would rather him try to take the shot and shoot with his correct hand. Is the other thing. You
0: you I agree. I would rather him take the shot, but you're you're taking something that's not proven. You you don't even know what this asset is. Like you've seen f- glimpses of it, but like it he looks like Aaron Gordon to me. Um, with more weight and shorter. Um, You've seen glimpses of what this asset is, but you don't know what it's going to be like in the NBA. You can't, like, you can see athleticism, but whenever you don't have a shot in the NBA, everybody's going to sit back on you just like they do Giannis, except for he's not 6'11". This is a terrible take. 60
1: pounds heavier than Aaron Gordon, though. Like, you say he's got more weight, but it's good weight, dude. Like, it's a good 50
0: to 60 pounds. Your knees don't know the difference between good weight and bad weight.
2: This is a terrible take
0: that's 100%. not true dude because that dude's, <laughs> your knees don't know the difference between good ta- good weight I think and bad. Aaron, Aaron
1: Gordon's, Aaron Gordon's knees probably can't but this like Zion Williamson's ligaments may be genetically more inclined to take on 400 pounds maybe still jump like that we don't know
0: that I'm taking the risk that's fine you can take the you can take the risk but you have a known asset that you know what they're capable of at least and but first year first year and first year in the league does Zion have a chance of being better than Ben Simmons right now? Ben Simmons isn't an all-star. He just got voted on there because he's popular. Like Ben Simmons' skill set is not he like he did not. He play averaged like, 29 and 9. Do you think yeah. Zion's gonna average 29 and nine? He didn't average twenty he didn't average twenty points. I mean, we can look we can look at it. It's like nineteen. Man. what do he average in the playoffs? <laughs> has 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 Zion ever been in the playoffs? Like you can't, nah, you can't just go, but that, that benefits but, him though. But that, what you're What you're trying to 16, say though is that Ben Simmons- – Eight and a half and eight. 16. Oh, that's just that's his career. I'm sorry. 17, nine, and eight. Okay.
2: But what you're trying to say is that he's proven versus that, Zion. Do you think
0: that Zion Williamson will average 17, nine, and eight in year one?
2: It's going to depend on the situation he's in ultimately.
0: He won't average eight assists.
1: Probably not. Again, it's he, going to depend on the situation. I think, in. did he do 17 and nine last year, Ben Simmons? Seventeen uh, points, nine rebounds.
0: I don't have his last year. Look, give me a second.
1: And that was also him at, at you know with the one year. Last year he averaged no. <laughs> yeah. Last year he averaged sixteen, eight, and eight. Okay, so I think Zion can do better in sixteen points and eight rebounds. Yeah. What about eight assists? Mm, n- that's Probably a not. But he's not gonna have Joel and B to pass it to. And I don't wanna make that's not too much of an excuse, but no, like I don't think he'll get eight assists.
2: Yeah. I, I think either.
1: he could go twenty and ten though. For sure, especially if he goes to a team like like that's bad that – I don't know. I, I just – Ben Simmons I'm, went
0: to a team that's good and averaged 16-8-8 eight eight in his first year. And regardless it, it, regardless, it, it of, also, what, regardless it, of how it, many shots he's taken, he averaged 16-8-8 eight eight on 55% from the field. He was incredibly efficient like that. And as a rookie, averaged 3.4 turnovers. As a rookie. Okay. But he also missed
1: a full season, too. So I don't think Zion's going to miss a full season. Like, I think Zion will be he probably more got a lot right. of
0: reps. He probably got a lot of reps while he was sitting on the bench and that missing that full season. Like, <laughs> I don't – He wasn't
1: shooting. He wasn't practicing shooting.
0: Yeah, he got no he reps no sitting on the bench missing a full season because he was out for the season. So he didn't have any chance to see what the speed was like – the speed of the game was like. It doesn't make a difference for his first year. But it's not – like, I can understand – I could possibly understand you saying, "I can, I would take Zion," but to say that it's a horrible take to take Ben Simmons over Zion—that's that's a horrible take.
1: I'm God, high you, on Ben Simmons. I just like I like Zion
2: more. I, agree. I didn't
1: say it's a horrible take. I like Zion more. Though. I
2: said it was a horrible take. Okay. And I I, I I stand by that. I just don't. I you have to take the risk sometimes, and that's what it comes down to. You don't have to take the risk when you have a when you. Don't
0: have to take the risk.
1: But what if he top to out? Is,
2: is he proven though? What if he he's tops out? He's not a right known
1: there? asset to me though, Josh. Like he's he is known to put up really good stats, right? Like he, you know what he is right now? He's poor man's scared Russell Westbrook. That's what he. That's what his asset level is.
0: Right? Russell Westbrook has never even thought about shooting fifty six percent from the field.
1: But Vincent takes nine shots a game, and he, right. he's also terrible from three and terrible from free throw, and he doesn't take shots like. I have more of a problem with the way he plays than Russell Westbrook plays, and that's saying something because I have a lot of problems with the way Russ played at the end of this year.
0: Russ does not play elite level defense. He does not shoot. Ben 50 Simmons 50 does 50. not play
1: elite level. Yes, defense. Yes, he I, does. I thought he did, man. I, you know, I've been on Ben Simmons and had your back on this, but like Kawhi worked him, and I know it's Kawhi Leonard, but it's like, Kawhi Leonard. But Ben and they but had. Do you hey, know who, hey, they ha- who
0: it, did they have guarding Kawhi? But Was it Ben Simmons? Yeah. A lot of the time because, just, that's because that's, he's an elite defender. Why wouldn't they put Jimmy Butler on there if he had it? Kawhi had his best playoff
1: series ever. The dude averaged 35 points per game, so you can't really defend his defense on that. That's like when they gave Iggy the finals MVP and LeBron had 36, 12, and 12. Like Kawhi owned Ben Simmons, and we're talking you're talking about okay, Zion's gonna have an issue because of his height. Well, Ben Simmons is three inches taller than Kawhi Leonard, and he couldn't do anything with him in the post. That's an issue.
0: So, dude, you're still guarding Kawhi. Like, look at, right. look at Ben Simmons. Brian, a, a We're just going really in circles now. Like. Go ahead. A, go ahead. What's your, what's your, what's your okay. take that so I'm not going to like?
1: I would feel more comfortable with having Zion Williamson guard Kawhi Leonard than I would Ben Simmons because Zion is faster and stronger. Stronger. His feet yeah. are quicker. His feet are better.
0: Can
2: you he, imagine what Kawhi would do to Duke?
1: I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, like, but
2: that's him on an NBA team. It's not like he's going to be the only one there. Yeah, that's the point.
1: Like man. you could you could throw Kawhi the ball in the post and Zion, it has a much better chance of preventing him from scoring than Ben Simmons does.
0: What's he going to do on the perimeter? His feet are. He is faster
1: than Ben Simmons. I don't know what you're watching, dude.
0: He's not faster than Ben Simmons. He is. 100%. He's as fast as Ben Simmons. He's not as fast with the ball in his hand, but if you're just talking about running, bro, and moving your feet side to side and being agile, yeah. I mean, there's, there's not. We're just gonna say the opposite thing back and forth here on this. <laughs> yeah, we're, it's what's there's happen not really here. any statistics that we can we, we can really re- really look at for that. But ultimately, dude, you like a, a you're looking though. at you're looking at an unknown asset versus a known asset. Sure, that known asset cannot shoot, but the dude's still average <laughs> seventeen <laughs> seventeen nine. Does that and 7.
2: make them an asset at all? Really? I mean, come on. I I think you're
0: crazy. If you don't think he's an accent,
2: we're going to
1: conclude it with this. I think I like Ben Simmons skill set, and you know, I do. I've done nothing but defend Ben Simmons on the show, but I think where we disagree in conclusion is that he's not a known asset. I still don't know what he is yet. That's where my head's
2: at. It's not that I, yeah, a hundred percent. Ceiling is really high. Definitely. I think the ceiling is high on both of
0: them though. The difference is Ben Simmons floor is 17, nine and eight right zon's is we don't know uh, i'll give you that
1: okay yeah, i'll give you fair. that that's fair i can't guarantee you zon's gonna do that
2: all right. Well, right let's wrap this up guys <laughs> <laughs> i think that was a good argument all right good yeah, that's, uh good let's end on
1: like that one.
2: yeah um all righty well we will i guess we'll be back probably in a couple of days we'll try to do one a little bit sooner this time
1: yeah we'll get in here this weekend and just see where we're at while everything's kind of transitioning back to the uh The away teams after we have a couple games under each series belt.
2: Yeah, I think that'll be good. All right. Later, guys. All right. We'll see you next week. See ya.